Welcome to the Forensic Cop Podcast. Norwich nil, Liverpool 3. That was the first Liverpool game I've watched in over, well, just under a year. Van Dijk playing, fans in the stadium, and no VAR. It felt super weird, but at the same time, like, normal. Like, I guess, this is the game we watched the more than a year ago, a year and a half ago, whenever fans used to be there, um, whenever Van Dyke used to be there, and whenever Liverpool would cruise to victory, that's kind of the old game. So it's like old is new. Um, but, I mean, look, fantastic game. You know, Norwich is a team we need to beat. Uh, they came up from the championship, uh, good for them, and we beat them down, good for us. I think in a way it helped us playing the later game because Leicester won, Chelsea won, Man U won, Arsenal lost, of course. Um, oh my God, Arsenal. <laughs> well, so let's not even talk about Arsenal. But... I feel, you know, honestly, at this point, not even like happy when they lose, I like just feel bad. They're they're in transition. The question is how. No, they how... were in transition. I don't know what they're in now. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're transitioning from the transition. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Hopefully, they're transitioning in the right direction. It's a process. Yeah, but um, yeah. So, so I think it helped us playing a little bit later because, in one way, all the pressure was on us because all of our rivals won. But at the same time, that reminded the players that we are who we are. This is Norwich. We have all of our players in the team. Everybody's fit except for Robertson. Costas came in, played an amazing game. I don't know. I, I got to be honest. I And this is going to be sacrilegious. I kind of liked Robertson being injured. I mean, I like, like I like Robbo. He's very good. He's, um, you know, he's he brings a lot of energy down the wing. But I felt like Simikas or however you pronounce his name, I apologize for mispronouncing it. Call it Costas. Costas. I felt like he brought... Just something a bit more, something a bit different, um, and I thought he did. I fa- frantically, uh, you know, I actually thought he did a great job. I just think in the last twenty minutes or so, he tired. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, and it's to be expected. He, number one, he hasn't played. I think last season he played what 10, 10 minutes for <laughs> Liverpool. I, um, I don't remember him being on the team last season. Was he there? Yeah, he was. He was in our squad for sure. <laughs> he didn't play that many. Um, games for Greece. So yeah, he you could tell that he's probably not used to playing ninety minute games. But in the in the first half and the first half of the second half, he was for sure you you, you you can see that he's reaped the benefits of playing on the training field with Klopp, understanding the system. So he was being able to 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 be dropped in. And there's no pressure on him right now because it's not like if he doesn't perform he's out. He will play the next three games as our left back and I think that's a good thing. And it could be a blessing in disguise that Robertson had the injury that he got and it's not too severe. I don't know. I, I got to be honest. I have this horrible like feeling in my stomach that this is a blessing in disguise for Tamikas and for Liverpool. And it's just a horrible, horrible thing for Robertson. Because I, I don't know. I feel like a month from now, I feel like he's going to be... Um, he's going to be kind of out of the squad not out of the squad but he might not be first choice the automatic way that he wants to be right now so i kind of feel like you know um Tsimikas looked good if he can put together a full 90 minutes and not have those brain farts at the end that he did which were just horrifying um 
if he can if he can get his fitness up, he offers a whole lot going forward, a whole lot going back. And and where Robertson offers an engine, uh, kind of all the time, I felt that Simikas kind of offered a bit more than that. What do you think the difference is? Because if you look at them stylistically, Simikas has, let's just say that they have the same level of skill, and they have the same level. Of, I'm okay. not sure I would say that. So you think Costas is, is a little bit higher skilled than Robertson? I think Costas. I I don't want to say that because I feel like I'm bashing Robbo. Um, I feel like Costas can just do more. I feel like he has the ability to cut in a bit better. I feel like he has a bit more of an instinctive ability to cross. And I think I would be surprised if Costas played a full season and didn't score at least a couple goals. Where if Robbo scored one, I would be floored. Yeah, let's put it this way. Robertson only scores tap-ins, right? Costas, you can see him scoring. Well, he got that one header where he actually dove into the net last year. <laughs> yeah, well, to me, it's a tap-in. It's, 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 it's a header it's tap-in. It's a tap-in know, with the head, yeah. But with Costas, you can kind of see, because we do get a lot of those opportunities to take shots from the left, and Robertson almost either scuffs it or he passes because he knows he doesn't have a great shot. You can kind of see Costas being able to give the keeper one or two things to think about. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think he had a great a great game. What else do you think about our defense? I mean, so it was fun to see that Van Dyke and Matip were the two lowest uh, speed <laughs> players in terms of the whole game. They ran the least. Um, I mean, not a surprise. You know, Van Dyke, Van Dyke just cruises. I think there were maybe two or three times I saw him kind of sprint. I think one time. Uh, one time. In the second half. One time in the second half, he sprinted. For like 10 meters. <laughs> like twice, he maybe kind of sprinted. And then the rest of the time, he was just kind of, he never made it out of like second gear. Like he just, he has the game down on art. Um, and Matip, I I don't know. Like we all think of Matip as this kind of add-on who cares guy. <laughs> But he may be one of the better central defenders out there because, you know, Van Dyke is fantastic and looks every, makes everyone look good. But let's not forget, you know, when he came into camp this year, he was wearing a shirt with Matip on it, right? He wasn't wearing one with Gomez on it or one with Konate on it. Like, I think he knows how good Matip is. And I think we saw it today. There was just nothing he couldn't do. He was calm on everything. He rarely got caught out, if at all. And he's just solid. Matip was playing like exactly what he is, an experienced defender who's played in the EPL and the Bundesliga and is over his injuries. That's what he looked like today. He was playing with such intelligence. He doesn't have the pace that Gomez and Van Dijk are blessed with, but he he just knows where to be and how to use whatever strength he has in those 6-5, that whole frame that he has. But he's able to just use his experience to hold the line and uh, he's a decent passer of the ball he knows how to, when to bring the ball out of the defense and um, I thought he had a great game well I mean now we're talking about the problem that Liverpool have on center back which is that uh, they brought too many guys back there what are they going to do so, as opposed to last year so so now the the decision not to buy Kabak is making a lot more sense obviously Klopp and team had seen uh, Van Dijk, Gomez and Matt have been training and realized okay these guys are back it does not probably make sense to buy another foreign defender. In addition to that, it probably makes sense to consider offers for Nat Phillips. Because realistically, if 
Konate and Gomez don't play and they're fit, I think Liverpool's had an amazing season because Matip and Van Dijk all the way for me. Honestly, at this point, like what we saw from Matip today, and we know what we're going to get from Gomez and Konate. I mean, he's young. We've seen what he's done, you know, before he came to Liverpool. I I don't see how Phillips gets a minute no. in this squad unless we go through another catastrophic series of injuries. Um, and yeah, to your point, I don't think Kanate gets anything yet. Okay. So uh, we'll head aside. Yeah, we're we're enjoying a, a patio to celebrate the victory for Liverpool, and we're uh, we're enjoying a beer. Cheers. Cheers. There we go. Um, yeah. So I mean, the the player of the game kind of has to be Salah, for lack of a better way of uh, of scoring it. I would actually go Matip. So it's it's Salah because he was in on all three goals. Sure. So the first one, he had no idea what he what, the was The first one on. was a brilliant tap-on <laughs> that even the smartest players in the world would never have thought of. No, it was a total mistake. He clearly wanted to do it himself. Right. But the the vulture that is Jota, I mean, on, and I actually mean that in a fantastic way, Jota, like, we, we just do need a vulture in our team. vultured onto that ball and just put it right in. Um, I think I think Salah wanted to control it. He wasn't able to. Um, and Jota jumped on it, and that's what he's there for. That's what a, a center forward should be. Agree. And I, as I was watching the first half and until Jota came off, I was trying to figure out, is Liverpool playing a different game and actually playing three up front and not having Jota trying to play the Firmino role? No. Or was he attempting to play the Firmino role and failed? He was trying to play the Firmino role and did it quite poorly. Except he scored. So, you know what the interesting part is? He scored because that was him playing as himself. Right. What's interesting is the Firmino goal was actually not Firmino playing as Firmino. It was Firmino playing, playing as Jota. Jota. <laughs> because it is clear that that Jota has changed the dynamic. Firmino, so for that second goal, Firmino would never be in that position. Mm-hmm. He would always be further down. Okay, we'll, we'll be there in a second. Okay. So no way Firmino is in the box that deep on a regular game. Before Jota came, you would never see him there. Um, now he's realized he needs to be in the box. He needs to clean up scraps. He needs to be a center forward. He needs to score. And I think that's where be, the second goal came from. To be fair, 24 months ago, he was in those positions, which is why he scored all those no-look goals, where he would just uh, have to Don't even start me on the no-look. And I would almost call this one a no-look goal, too. So... Oh, he didn't look much because he put it right by the keeper's leg. <laughs> right. He should have done better. But, I mean, the third goal, Salah, I mean, you know, brilliant first touch. Put it where he should have. Honestly, I'm actually kind of a little bit surprised that Salah was able to score. <laughs> I know it's horrible to say, but, you know, he's he's scuffed so many gimmies. Um, you know, I think this one seemed much more instinctive, and I think that's where he excels. Yeah, and, and, and I think it sets us up very nicely for the next few games. Our next two games are at home against Burnley and Chelsea. So I think things are looking great. And then after that's the international break, which we all love, of course, not. Um, going back to the defense, I just want to do say a quick word for Van Dyke, And I just love seeing that, that diagonal pass. I mean, we hadn't seen yeah. that for a long time and just... Just having him there, being able to just whip that through to Mane or Salah or Trent, just so effortlessly, it, it changes our complete dynamic. It changes the dimensions of the game for us, mm-hmm. not just defensively, but offensively. The one thing I will say offensively that I found 
fun, shocking, surprising, whatever you want to call it. When Elliot came in, mm. oh man, does that guy want to be in the first team or what? Yeah. He worked, like flat out worked, and he looked good. He looked dangerous. I'm just so happy that Klopp, hopefully, this means the fact that he came on today means that we're keeping him for the season. I don't want to see him on loan anywhere. I think he's ready, and I love the fact that. He's not seen as a Salah replacement, but he's seen to help the right flank with Salah and Trent because the three of them together can do a lot of damage. If Salah had passed today, I guarantee you a goal would have happened there. Salah, like, I I don't know. I think he was maybe hunting for a second goal or whatever, but Salah, if he had made a pass to, uh, to him, like, Elliot, during the game when he was in there, I think we would have seen a lot more. But yeah, I think you're right. Like, Salah, Elliot, and... And Trent. Trent down that wing, that's, I mean, I don't know how you defend that. What do you think of Naby and Ox and Milner? Let, let, let's talk about the midfield. Did did Ox play? I'm I'm confused. I didn't see him. Was was he in the game? Was there a guy named Ox in there? Honestly, um, seeing a, the last friendly that they played against Osasuna, he was just so liberated. And I was just hoping that that's the Ox we see. But I think realistically... In order for him to play that role, he has to come off the bench. I don't think he's a starter for Liverpool because trying to trying to have him play a controlled game limits what he's good at, which is he's a disruptor. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I really like him, and I really want to like, I really want him to succeed, but I just don't see him in that role right now. Um, Milner, I mean, he's eight hundred years old, and so I'm glad he got a game in, but I hope I don't see him again, frankly. Um, Fab looked good when he came in. Keita, I mean, he was quiet and he didn't seem to do anything super spectacular, but he was... That's what we want. I thought I thought he played a very solid game, mm-hmm. very controlled, and I actually liked his game today. I hope he can build on it. Yeah, I, I hope he can stay fit and I hope that he can replace Genie. I still think we need another dynamic midfielder, but... Uh, we got Thiago coming in. And Henderson. And Henderson. We don't, you know what? This team is set. We don't need anyone. Even Mbappe doesn't need to. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need another forward? We need another forward. Because Mare Salah is going to be away for a month for the African Nations. You know what? If And, and Nabi too. To if Klopp can add and also um, Mata, possibly. Elliot up front, if you realize Elliot's more than just a midfielder, then I think we got a long way to go. Like, I think Elliot as a forward is going to be damaging. Okay, so because we're sitting on the patio and we're being asked to move right into the bar, we have to end this podcast really quickly. Um, I already said my man of the match is Matip. Who's your man of the match? Uh, I was going to say Salah because, I mean, it has to be Salah, but I'm actually going to go with Samikas because he came on, he replaced the guy that we all thought was irreplaceable, and frankly, he made me not miss Robbo at all. I actually thought he played a fantastic game. So I'm going to give it more for... Um, his ability to kind of deliver. And again, the last 20 minutes, I think he was just exhausted. But if he can continue his first 70 minutes the rest of the time, I think we're doing pretty well with him. So, like, you know, we're 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 on to the next match. Hey, we got the first one, and that's the important part. Now we're uh, we're on to a couple home games, and uh, we're gonna put we put a decent marker down, three nothing. That's not bad. And we're uh, we're hoping to continue to to get another run at the title. For more stories, analysis and articles, go to the ForensicHop.com website.